Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. Acts 2, verse 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like a mighty rushing wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. In recent years, within the Christian religious community churches there has been a revival of sorts known as the Pentecostal movement we see in this organization in this movement which is spreading across the whole world we see ministers pastors leaders of large churches claiming to have the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And as evidence of this power, they appear to heal the sick and they speak in a type of gibberish that is completely not understood by the common person who is trying to make sense out of what is being said. These utterances are often referred to as the Holy Ghost speaking. 
Speaking in tongues, as it is called, is a phenomenon that has not only swept across the Western world, but it is sweeping across the entire world. And it is leading people to believe that the Holy Spirit is active in the world today as demonstrated by what is typically known as Holy Rollers, Pentecostal, Evangelical Christians. We see these individuals on television every day laying their hands on people as the people fall to the ground and shake and utter words that are completely incomprehensible. This phenomena is so widespread that it is viewed today as almost a rite of passage into the Christian church itself. Many pastors will tell you that in order for you to be saved and to be baptized into the Holy Spirit of the Christian faith, you must exhibit the ability to speak in tongues. It's almost a requirement. So, what is the truth? What is the truth as it is in Jesus, the Christ? What does the Bible itself tell us about those who in the past in the early Christian church on the day of Pentecost, what did they receive and how did they receive it? We can see from the verse that we read previously that the day of Pentecost found a large group of soon to be called Christians who were still known as Jewish congregants assembled in a room a large room where they were seated and suddenly a rushing sound like a hurricane like a rushing wind entered the room and immediately there were tongues of fire little flames of fire landing circulating flying around each person's head this information is very critical to the formation 
of the early Christian church. Without this event, the Christian church would not have been established. Jesus the Christ advised and admonished his disciples to wait in the room until the Holy Spirit had been sent. The day of Pentecost was a well-known Jewish festival. It was a time when people came together to study the Word of God. It is very important that we understand that this large group of individuals were of one accord. And once the group was unionized in the sense that they were of one accord, they had one mind, they had put aside their differences, they had come together to stand on the truth. Once they had done this, then and only then was the Holy Spirit sent. And when the Holy Spirit was sent, it came in a visible, audible way. It sounded like rushing wind, a hurricane, and it landed and spread to each individual as a flame of fire. It is very important that we understand this process. The Bible warns us that in the last days there will be false Christs and false prophets. Teachers who are wolves in sheep's clothing. Trying to distract and draw away the true follower, the true seeker away from the truth into a pseudo-religious experience. So we must establish as our foundation, as our principal guide, that the words and ideas presented in the Bible itself must be our standard, must be our guide. So the steps involved with receiving the Holy Spirit in an outpouring 
that cannot be held in, in an outpouring that will turn the world upside down, must occur in specific ways so that we can be assured of the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. The Holy Spirit is never sent to those who are in discord, who do not agree on what the Bible actually says. Denominational fissures and walls of separation must be broken down, must be set aside, and all seekers of truth must come together and agree on the basic fundamental truths as presented in the Bible itself. Once that is done, when the Holy Spirit is sent from heaven, from God, it will arrive in a very specific way, in an audible way, like a rushing wind, like a hurricane. You can hear it like a train rumbling down the tracks. There's no mistaking that the train is coming. And there will be no mistaking when the Holy Spirit is sent. You will hear it with your ears. And the visual aspect is that when the Holy Spirit is sent in an unmetered way, in an unmeasured way, it is sent visibly. When Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, it says the Holy Spirit descended like a dove, like a dove of burnished gold onto his head. The Holy Spirit, when it fills your life in an unprecedented way, the whole entire group will be able to see that revelation. The visible sign of the Holy Spirit descending into a room is the fire sign, the tongue, the flame of fire landing on each individual as they were filled with the Holy Spirit of God. First Corinthians 14 verse 15 Amplified Bible Then what am I 
to do. I will pray with the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit that is within me. And I will pray with the mind, using words that I understand. I will sing with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is within me, and I will sing with the mind, using words I understand. There is much discussion today about what speaking in tongues actually is supposed to look like and sound like. The idea that we are speaking in an unknown tongue, an unknown language of heaven, an angelic speech is constantly being drummed into the minds of Christians today. This is a great excuse for the pastors and theologians who cannot explain the irrational vocalizations of those under the power of the so-called Holy Spirit baptism. The Bible does speak of unknown tongues, unknown languages, but it also advises that if there's no interpreter present, then the individual should remain silent. We see from the verse above that it is more important and more necessary that when we pray and when we sing that we use our mind as well as our thinking thought process and use words that we can understand and we should pray in the spirit with the Holy Spirit using language that we can understand language that can be understood and benefit the group those who are hearing us pray those who are hearing us speak in tongues in other languages if there's no interpreter present then all is lost there's no purpose in gibberish there's no sensibility and God is a God of respect and a God of order not disorder so the two 
stones, the two bricks laid in our foundation for understanding the Holy Spirit being poured out without measure. The Holy Spirit that causes people to appear almost intoxicated with the power of God has told us that we must be of one accord. We must put aside our disagreements. Rule number one must be in play, which is Isaiah 8.20. The second brick, the second stone forming our foundation to the Holy Spirit is that we must speak, we must pray and sing in a comprehensible language using words that our mind can understand, using words that others can understand. If we just follow along and if we just repeat gibberish, words that are meaningless, senseless words, it serves no purpose. The truth, as it is in Jesus, will be revealed. Make no mistake, the wolves in sheep's clothing are trying desperately to lead the flock astray. But Jesus the Christ has promised that his sheep will hear his voice and will not follow after the false shepherds. Have faith in the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. Acts 11.15 Berean Literal Bible And in my beginning to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, even as also upon us in the beginning. The Bible is very specific at times in explaining the ideas that are so important for us to understand, especially in a world that is so upside down. In a world where everything seems to be backwards. In a world where it's commonplace for people to lie about the truth. 
make no mistake. God has a plan. God has a spirit, a Holy Spirit, a guide. And when this comforter, this guide is come, the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is constantly present in the world today looking for those who are searching for God. If you open your heart, open your mind, open your desire to know who God is in a personal way, the Holy Spirit will come into your life and the Holy Spirit will enlighten your mind. Jesus the Christ has promised us that he will be in our midst where two or three are gathered in my name there I am be assured have faith that God does not change I am the Lord I change not we can see from this previous verse that when the disciples the Apostles were talking preaching teaching the Holy Spirit would come and fall on the listeners and they would receive the Holy Spirit in an outpouring that could not be explained in a way in which was so dynamic that it changed their lives forever and they were able to go out and change the world forever what is so interesting about this verse is that it tells us that the Holy Spirit when it comes it will always present itself in a similar fashion it will not deviate into some unknown requirement into some type of gibberish that's never been seen before the Holy Spirit when it is sent will descend like a rushing wind and will show itself to be a flame of fire and it will so absorb the atmosphere the surroundings the inner life of the individual that they will have the resources and the power to live the Christ life let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus
we must always remember that even though I speak with tongues, if I have not love, it is merely a sounding gong and an empty bell. Remember that God loves you and that if you give your life, give your will, give your mind, give your all to God, He will direct your steps. Have faith in God. Have faith in the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about The Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness. Thank you.